Welcome back to New Rockstars. Moon Knight Episode 3 took us to the courtroom of the Egyptian gods and gives us a great example of why you should always hire a lawyer, like at all times, a really good lawyer that can catch a break. Don't represent yourself in court. Say objection, Mark, but you gotta do something, man. Jeez. This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. My name is MT, and going rogue with me today is the only person I trust with my power of attorney. It's Jessica Clemens. What's going on, Jess? I don't win in fights. I'm a horrible debater, and I don't really know the law. <laughs> and I don't really know the law. I break a lot of rules. I break a lot of rules. <laughs> you got to know the law to break the law, baby. Come on. Exactly. Steady up. Breaking the law. Steady. Breaking and the someone law. who I Breaking would suspect makes little stone figurines out of her enemies, it's Whitney Van Leningham. What's going on, girl? Oh, I do. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> do. And they're called little guys. And then you just little line guys. them up. You just line them up and you get mad at them. And you get so mad just, at like, them. Just use them as action figures. Like, oh, guy. hello, yeah. greatest enemy, little guy. Hello, other greatest enemy. Time to go in the toilet. <laughs> it's like when you're a child in therapy and you go to like a child psychologist and they make you pick mm. out action figures from the wall and then they're like, act out why your daddy doesn't love you. And you're like, ah. Um, it, it would be like that, but with just my enemies. <laughs> so it would just be honestly, my dad who doesn't love me, you know? It'd be great. Honestly, it's the way to go. It's the way to get through therapy. The voodoo. And finally, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, someone who is certain to win any rooftop knife fight is Angelica Trey. What's going on? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'll be licking any knives, though. Why? That was a question. Like, what if they have your favorite pastry on them? What if you cut into your favorite yeah. pastry and then they had that? Yeah, Would you what lick if there's then? butter on it? What if you're playing oh, is exactly. a cake? I do like to lick straight butter off of knives. How did you know, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> I sensed it. I was like, Angelica looks like a Rob, butter girl. I look like a butter licker. Butter. I know. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though, butter is delicious. Oh, it is. Not to get confused. Not to be confused with margarine. Not to be confused with margarine. You don't eat margarine. You don't eat margarine by the Wow. Are we an anti-margarine podcast now? Is that is that are we taking a stance? It's for baking, not for eating off the spoon. Well, guys, what about that trial we saw take place inside that great pyramid? Because Mark wanted Conchu to summon the gods, but it doesn't seem like they had a great plan for convincing the Inead that Arthur Harrow was up to no good. So this leads us to our first topic today. Is the Iliad corrupt? Because during that debacle of a trial, we see the Iliad summon Arthur Harrow and basically just take everything he says as truth. So why do the gods trust this former avatar of Conchu so much? And what should we make of him conversing privately with Osiris's avatar, while Hathor's avatar, Yatsil, secretly helps Mark? If the gods agree with Harrow's quest to free Amit, why don't they just release her? Like, can we trust any of these deities? Like, are they all just doing some sketchy shit? What do you guys think? <clears throat> I think uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were getting into a Riveting. beatbox competition. My bad. Oh, my no, bad. I just assumed we were all beatboxing instead. Uh, no, I think <laughs> I think a little yes and no. I agree and disagree with like if they're corrupt. So I don't think mm. the entire Ennead is corrupt. I think that Osiris is misguided, and I think that mm. Arthur Harrow is the the most persuasive man on the planet. Um, mm. so essentially what Truly, I was thinking about leader. was that he is a cult leader. And let me tell you, I love cults. So <laughs> I wrote down my cult right here. No, this is just my notes. So, <laughs> so I think, okay, so we have, let's, let's talk about what we, what we kind of already know. Emmett is like, 
Emmett's whole goal was like to destroy it at the roots, to eradicate evil at the roots, to get them before they're even alive. That's why he was like, that means you're killing a baby before you even got like judge the baby. And they're like, well, we have to get rid of it before it becomes evil. And then Khonshu is someone that's need to let the evil deed be done and then enact justice. So their missions right. are kind of the same. They're aligned with the same thing, except for Emmett is like destructive, clearly. Hers is gonna be killing a lot of people and the Ennead doesn't want anything to do with humanity. They're like, we don't want to get into a human's business. That's not our game, but Khonshu and Emmett do. And Emmett did it too far, so they locked her up. So Khonshu's along those same lines where they're like, it might be best to just lock this man up. He's gonna move the stars again. We're gonna get involved with the human's business and we don't wanna do that these two people are definitely people we don't want on this planet right now so i think they're not i think osiris as the leader isn't necessarily like corrupt i think it's just like getting rid of two bads and also the god of the underworld and if Amit right. is the swallower of people that are unworthy, why wouldn't he be okay with Amit being released so she can swallow people and send them to the underworld to Osiris? I think putting Osiris as the leader of the Uniad was a bad idea because that's a slippery slope to a very evil way, <laughs> an evil deed. So I think <laughs> he could possibly be corrupted, but not not too much. I think the Uniad still has a power over Osiris as the leader to be like, don't do this. But I think... Mm he is okay with putting Khonshu in a box because he's just constantly overplaying his powers and just being reckless. I Is that okay. enough? Is that, that's not really rogue, but more of like- No, an no, no, I think that makes a bad. lot of sense because like, you know, at the end of the day, the council of gods are there to preserve order in some respect. And so like if Khonshu's moving moons, mm. he kind of has to be put away in like in that respect. And like it's same with Amit. Like if Amit yeah. was just doing things on earth and just judging people and like not doing good thing and just running amok, the, she she had to be put away as mm. well. So like I understand. It, yeah, like yeah. It, he, they probably are not evil. They're the, I, it's hard because a piece of me wants to believe that Amit and uh, Khonshu are working together. I want to be like, mm. they could potentially be working together because they are they align completely. It's just that the way they're doing it. It's like the same thing with like T'Challa mm. and uh, Eric Killmonger. It's like, the, Eric's not a villain. It's just that he's doing it in a bad way. I, I believe that Amit is like, okay, I understand that you want to get rid of evil people. You would have stopped Hitler before he actually or like killed everybody. But also you can't just judge a baby. You can't judge someone that hasn't done an evil deed yet. So that's why I'm like, Khonshu and her are on the same plane. It's just their ways of doing it are completely different. They could be working mm. together. They could be. I don't you know. You can judge a baby. You can judge a baby. You can <laughs> judge. I judge every baby <laughs> that cries like, during my mm. favorite movie in the movie theater. I judge every baby. Kill I don't it. know about this theory like, now. Says, <laughs> Let me eat it. Let me eat it. Let me eat that baby. <laughs> What do you ladies think? Um, I would just like to pitch a series uh, that is oh. a mashup of Moon Knight and Law and Order SVU, and it's called Law and Order Special Conchu Unit. And here's the intro: <laughs> uh, in the Egyptian deity system, Conchu based defenses um, are considered especially heinous. Moonit. Moonit. Not special Conchu Moonit. Okay, Moonit. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hold on. It's right got, there. The Come line. on. You're absolutely right, and I'm just such an idiot. The special contribution. Okay, but here's 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 the opening. 
In the Egyptian deity system, Khonshu-based offenses are considered especially heinous. In Cairo, Egypt, the dedicated avatars who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Khonshu Moonit. These are their stories. Dun dun! <laughs> and then it's a kid finds a dead body in the bush. <laughs> yes, but the dead body is just a, like the discarded corpse of an avatar that Ahmed left behind. Yeah. Technically, that's an archaeological avatar. It's the kid that fell from the cliff. It's the kid that fell from the cliff. Yeah, it's the kid that fell from the cliff. I wonder what happened here. Yeah, people are like, oh, he must have just fell. He just fell off of this unfenced cliff. Didn't think he would, Damn, he would I mean, do that. Didn't think. Like, if no, yeah, he died, he probably died for a good reason. The shortest episode Wait, of Why SVU. don't they have fences there? Like, the, Cairo's a popular that's, city. Shouldn't they have fences yeah, around their caverns? Not trying to say True. that their their architecture isn't, you know, deadly, but that it is. It's, it's deadly. deadly. That's that guy, that's a fell. health hazard right I mean, you there. you can't put a railing on every cliff. <laughs> every cliff can't have yes, a railing. Yes, you can. Every but the one yeah. where there's going to be dudes knife fighting nearby, maybe. Um, That's knife now fighting cliff. You never heard of that defense. about that in Cairo? <laughs> knife fighting cliff? Come on. <laughs> this is, let me take that's you on down to my knife, knife fighting, knife fighting cliff. cliff. So what I, Whitney, that was your theory, right? Is the special conchu moon it. No, I just wanted to say that, but you go with yours. (laughs) You sure? Okay. I wanted to make sure I didn't like cut you off. Okay. So, so here's what I think. I don't think the Ennead is it Ennead or Ennead? Because sometimes I just I honestly don't say like Iliad. I mean, we're all Egyptian, so we should know better, right? Just kidding. We're not Egyptian at all. Continue. I I walk like an Egyptian. Um, Sometimes. I'm the shape. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no, let's talk about this right now, honestly. Um, uh, so what I think is Ennead is not corrupt. I think that they were in a rush. And so they wanted to believe the quickest thing, the easiest thing, because they wanted to get back to the Overvoid and mm. play a human game that they learned about that they are currently in the middle of, and they're playing dodgeball. And so they wanted to get back to their dodgeball game and overvoy. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He said he's unwell. Case closed. Nobody call Matt Murdock. This is it. This is done. We're going back to the overvoid. We want to finish. Imagine like they they enter their avatars like out of breath. Like, all right, guys, let's get this try. Because we got to get the dodgeball game going. All right. I caught you. Oh, you missed this dodgeball game, bro. Lazy to play dodgeballs to play dodgeball themselves, so they force their avatars to play dodgeball for them. Play <laughs> human. That would Osiris's be hilarious. If I lose so quick, he wouldn't be even oh, picked. Yeah. He'd be the last one picked in a suit. Nah, we ain't got time for that. No. <laughs> I would love if, like, if during, like, when it wasn't being used as a council room, if that room was just, like, a dodgeball court. <laughs> like, that would just if you press a button, it turns upside down into, like, a basketball court. <laughs> the it's time for dodgeball. It's time for dodgeball. <laughs> oh, my God. But, no, I love that you mentioned the Overvoid, because, like, if in case people don't know, the Overvoid is the celestial Heliopolis of the Egyptian gods. Like, the other dimensional plane where all the gods live. So, mm. yeah, and they do mention Heliopolis. Oh, what a good the word. The Celestial Heliopolis. It's the other oh, word man. for the overvoid. It's not as cool. Yeah. That sounds like the, the warehouse where they manufacture Heelys. 
Welcome to the Heliopolis. <laughs> yeah, everyone's Helio. just scooting around. Yeah, Willy yeah, Wonka there's Heli's. Everyone's just gliding through. Willy Wonka, instead of instead of like coming out and doing the somersault, he just does like a sick like Ollie on his Heelys. Like, Honestly, instead. even more impressive than the, the somersault. Let's, let's be real. Absolutely. I hard agree. Okay. They okay. They just wanted to get back to just doing all right because, like, honestly, that it. makes a lot of sense considering they just abandoned humanity and they're just like chilling. Yeah. And like Mark just says the word opulence in that episode, like you're uh, chilling uh, in the opulence uh, of the uh, overvoid. Uh, so what? humanity abandoned them. Ooh, oh, this is true. They abandoned humanity, abandoned but in response to humanity abandoning them, so. Is it really the gods' fault? Do you think, like, what do you guys think? Do you think the gods are to blame for leaving humanity because humanity left them? It's like, if I'm not thought of or worshipped, what's the point of existing? And I'm going to, Conchu's a brat. Like, it would be like, oh, I'm for sure he is. I'm going to go There's a Star Trek episode for that. <laughs> so oh funny. my God, is the there? hand of God that's or the hand of judge. Yeah, it was uh, like the Greek that- god one. Yeah, the right. Great God one. That's my that's my favorite episode. I have a poster of that one. I'm like, right? Where is it? Oh my! Is that next generation over there? But TOS, it's uh, the original fun. series. Oh, Damn. yeah, it's the original series. It's a very funny episode. Also, a really uh, sexually aggressive episode. Also, uh, <laughs> a very sexually <laughs> aggressive episode. <laughs> well, you know, but, Star Trek has its moments. Yeah, the original <laughs> series. Sorry, we're going off topic. Uh, we can talk about the yeah. original series any day. Okay, I, I agree though. It, it, they are. It's just them. It's the same with like. Well, it, I feel like it does mimic the Eternals kind of, where it's like we yeah. were there from the beginning to help them, but then once they found their own way, there is no like we can't get in. We can't meddle in their affairs. We can't act. Right. And so I think it's just like, and that is also God behavior of just like we can't meddle in life's time. Like if we do, then all hell breaks loose. So I think it's just them being like, they're fine without us. They're fine. Like Arthur Harrow's not scary. He's not gonna release Amit. And they just don't <laughs> believe that one human can release that like crocodile God. But yeah, honestly, yeah. my theory is just that like, like Khonshu to them is like that really annoying guy who's like in your class or like in your office or wherever the you are. Uh, and you're just always like, oh God, Greg is here again. Shit. I hate that guy. And then they're all like, who's going to deal with Greg's bullshit request this yeah. time? And they're like, like, not me. Not me, dude. And then they're like, oh, come on. We got to We got to oh, God, we, we all just have to meet with him. We just have to listen. And so then like Greg comes in and he's like, hey, I have a very reasonable request. I'm Greg. And everyone's like, oh, you you got he's a idiot no it. oh god he has the worst ideas he's like, like jerry that's how from, i think uh, parks that and all rec. of yes oh. yes that is exactly oh, gosh, it he is jerry, jerry from, from parks, parks and rec yes oh my god wait Thank is you. jerry you are, made that jerry so much the, better jerry's not the you guys uh, jerry well, fault me if you want i parks and rec was really okay uh it was it was jerry the big guy or was jerry billy eichner the big jerry guy. was Which like the, was the, the, the oh, bigger older Oh, okay. Bigger I think Conjure's Billy Eichner. Uh, I think he puts himself into <laughs> shit too much. He's the person in your too office often. that's forcing you to come to the freaking baby shower. Their baby shower. Like, it's <laughs> like, I, 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 Conchu's the worst. Conchu is truly probably the worst of the group. And they're like, why do we gotta even bring him here? The Honestly, moon. I and would ben love yeah. whatever the hell that the was. God of the moon. So we don't much. need him. We're go- we're the gods of like hell and shit. We don't yeah. need the god of the goddamn. <laughs> I'm the moon. god of love and music, and you're the god like, of. 
Humanity didn't even land day. on the moon. Stanley Kubrick faked it, okay? Why does he, why does Conchu <laughs> matter? They probably make jokes behind his back, too, like, Conchu on out of here. Like, con, I don't oh, know. I'm trying to think of some other one. Conchu. They should have said that. You better Conchu. That escalated. <laughs> That is good. Hey, I'm assuming that he's like in my friend group where I just cuss him out a lot. Uh, I stand with Conchu in this Con- episode. Yeah, Conchu do be yeah. a little petty though. Oh, he petty for sure. And I, I do find it interesting how Harrow mentioned that Conchu was was jealous. And I wonder what he meant by that. Like it was like his 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 pursuit of Ahmed is rooted in jealousy. So like I wonder why. He would perseive Kanchu as a jealous type. Like, wh- who is he going after? Like, is he going after Hathor? Like, is there? I was gonna say well, probably because Kanchu doesn't have a following. Kanchu mm-hmm. doesn't have a following. Kanchu. Like, one well, of the biggest takeaways from this episode for me. Well, wait, what? Oh, the, like there away. is like the cult of Kanchu in the comics. So like, I don't know if he in the comics, but like not in the series. And that's where I'm like, I think the biggest takeaway in this series was in this episode specifically too was how easy and how the gods worked with their avatars. It was like cohesive and consent. And then the one with Mark and Steven and Khonshu, it's a disaster. So I was oh, yeah. like, there is a reason why it's harder to reach Khonshu and Mark and Steven than it is to reach everybody else. And that's why I was like, we need to keep in mind that the avatars talk to their God. They're like, hey, what do you want me to relay? Cause I can relay the message. And it's like forcing Steven and Mark <laughs> out of where they are for Khonshu. So that's why I was like, it's easier to follow these other gods because they're not as aggressive as Khonshu to their avatars per se. So that's that why so I think true. he's like that is jealousy. Very... And it's like, yeah, you don't have a following. A God Actually, without a following, is that even a God? Sorry, keep going. <laughs> that was deeper than I thought. What's a king to a god? What's a god to a king? Something other Yeah, what's a god to a Sorry. damn king, baby? <laughs> yeah. What's <laughs> a king to a god? What I was thinking of when I heard that uh MT, I'm sure I'm sure you recall this from the old church days, but mm. uh when I was in church, they used to say like our god is a jealous god, which meant that <laughs> he wanted you to not worship anyone outside of him and that Mm. and like that was like a thing that was said about god in terms of like thou shalt not have false idols and stuff like that so i wonder if when harrow said that what he meant by that was like conchu's a jealous god in the sense that he wants mark and steven to be totally committed to him follow everything Mm. he says obey his every word obey his will and like jessica said it's like trying to put a dress on a cat when, you, when he's trying to get Steven to cooperate. Oh, let me tell you, so. that's hard as hell. Let me tell you right now. You oh, you can yeah. try. I try oh, it every try. day and it never works out. Jessica, I, try, I, I look at her last time you did can't. this. I said, you can't come to dinner with me if you don't put on the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let you, you into Olive Garden. With, oh, they won't let you into Olive Garden. Fancy to feast. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh I, I really God. love all of these ideas. Wait, let me throw something, a wild curveball at you. Because like in the Ennead, in um in both the uh, Marvel and real life Ennead, there is a god named Set. And he's the god of mm-hmm. chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And like in, in Egyptian mythology, Set murders Osiris to try to usurp the throne. So do you think that we could be looking at a scenario here where this god of chaos is secretly Osiris? Is it? And like, is like pulling things behind the strings. I don't know. I just, uh, I was reading up on mythology last like and I was like, hmm. Yeah. Is it set related to Osiris? I thought that was Osiris's kid. Um, or I know Osiris had a child 
with Anubis's wife. That a lot of people be having other babies in. Um, yeah, this is like Greek. Like, that's just a wild theory Greek. that I had. I barely because, like, like is... remember the names of my own cousins' kids, so I don't know all these <laughs> gods' kids. Yeah, he's the brother. He's the brother to Osiris. He's the brother to Osiris in in okay. Egyptian mythology. So, but you know, Marvel still tried to stay as close as possible to the actual religion. Um, I feel like yes, but Osiris's uh, avatar is a little too st- not stupid, but like a little too <laughs> like simple, simple. Yeah, <laughs> like simple, gullible uh, for dumb, me. You know. It, it seems like if you were going to be the agent of chaos, wouldn't you still not be asking Arthur? Like, he's... Okay, so let's think... Okay, uh, film 101. He's walking behind Arthur Harrow. He's not walking in front of Arthur Harrow. So he clearly has no... He's a sub to, like, Arthur Harrow. He's, like, asking Arthur Harrow, like, you were right. Like, I'm with you. I follow you. He's, like, following <laughs> someone that's not even a god. It's just a simple human. Mm. So I'm like, if you're the right. agent of chaos, and the, clearly the Avatar to the god of the underworld why are you so little to this human man this mortal man mm. so that's why i'm like i think he would be much more than what we're seeing if he was actually the agent of chaos he would be mm. like i own a room not i follow a human <laughs> he'd be all zany he'd be chaotic he'd be doing i want him to be like, yeah i want him to be a lunatic you know i just want him to, <laughs> no, i want him to be a clown you know i i, I would I imagine like a local type chaos I am chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Takes off his pants and runs through the, runs through the pyramid of Giza. Oh my God. <laughs> Those are in the outtakes. We're waiting for them. We already saw the episode. That's going to be the next episode. Confirmed. I'm just kidding. Um, the title is no. called Pantsless oh, and Giza. So that, was, guys- that should have been a tip off. <laughs> Stephen Colbert's tweet from yesterday, where he was yeah, like, what was we're it? Three, what was he was like, we're three episodes into Moon Knight, and I have yet to see anyone moon anyone. And <laughs> so, what if, hear me out, he moons someone and then runs through Egypt, runs through the pyramid? Uh, he knights uh, Mark with his butt, his bare butt, and then runs, yeah. puts his butt on his shoulder, and then sprints through the pyramid of Giza. Chaos. One butt cheek on each shoulder. I chaos itself. The other gods are like, don't mind him. Don't mind him. <laughs> he doesn't like pants. But no, as always, I love all of your theories. You guys are all very smart and fun cookies, and I love talking to you. But I'm, I'm going to give Jessica... 15,000 rogue points because she made some really great points. Like, honestly, it could be just like Conchu is just acting up and the Ennead is just like trying to do its job. And the Ennead does have a really great relationship with their avatars. Like, it's really, really apparent. And with especially with Hator and, and um, her avatar, like they're just in sync there. So like, yeah, I just feel like the Ennead, though there could be some slight corruption, the Osiris, uh, not the most uh, kind of sketchy dude to me. But uh, I just feel like, you know, for the most part, they're probably just doing their doing their yeah. job. Um, so if I win this rogue theory today, I will rip this in half on screen. Oh, my God. No. Is that what's going to happen? No, 
You Jess, can't. No, please. You can't tell me that because I'm destructive and I will throw the game. I will throw. <laughs> I will throw the game just to see it happen. Just to yeah, see Trey, this. Trey, let's throw the game. Let's only. <laughs> no one really else is winning. But just uh, uh, my theory <laughs> is the the moon god is actually the sun god, and <laughs> <laughs> the moon god is actually four. Uh, yeah, it's just. Uh, the uh, my theory is that everyone is dead, just like in the sixth sense. Uh, it's just like Bruce Willis. <laughs> Hey, I, I I would not I would not take it put it past the series to, to have a huge twist like that. That'd be pretty nuts. Um, Mark sees no. dead people. That's literally what's happening. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. He yeah. does see dead people and jackals, which is kind of weird. And jackals. Um, see your doctor if that happens to you. Uh, but no, I'm going to give you ladies <laughs> thirteen thousand rogue points as well for your theories because they're amazing as well. But. Before we continue, we're going to talk about that incredible Celestial Light show up next. But first, be sure to head over to NewRockStarsMerch.com to check out our awesome new Moon Knight-inspired merch, including our latest obsession shirt, Tomb of the Night God, inspired by the artwork on the series. And there's also merch available that features some of your other favorite titles like Loki, The Batman, Peacemaker, which I'm wearing right now, it's one of my favorite shirts, and more. It's a great way to support the channel and all the work that we do. So check out all the awesome merch that we got at NewRockStarsMerch.com. We also want to thank AMC Shutter for sponsoring Rogue Theory. We love scary movies here at New Rockstars, and when we're in the mood for a thriller or something supernatural, we turn to Shudder, where every week they premiere a new horror movie or series. With Shudder, you can stream supernatural, thriller, and horror movies and TV shows across Across all your favorite devices. Shudder's streaming library has just about everything from original movies like Superhost, The Boy Behind the Door, and PG Psycho Goreman to hit series like Creepshow by executive producer Greg Nictero of The Walking Dead. If you're a fan of old classics or looking for the next classic, you're going to love Shudder's collection from around the world. They've got favorites like Halloween and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and must-see new releases like VHS 94 and Hellbender. And to get ready for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, we've been watching Sam Raimi's Evil Dead trilogy so we don't miss any of those Easter eggs. And uh, it's very scary. I don't recommend it if you have a very sensitive soul like mine. So stream all of this and more from Shudder's ever-growing library ad-free for just $5.99 a month. Shudder has everything supernatural, thriller, and horror. I can't get enough of it. And you're going to love it too. And right now, you can stream your first 30 days of Shudder for free. F-R-E-E 99. Just forget I said 99. Just free. Go to Shudder.com and use code ROGUE. That is S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com code rogue stream free for your first 30 days by going to shutter.com code rogue and hey it's time to dig yourself out of that winter hibernation spring is here and it's time to get sprung with blue chew thanks to blue chew for sponsoring this video blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost Take them anywhere, day or night, and you can even plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. You know, you never know. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Not weeks, not months, days. It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. No one's gonna know. There's nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. <laughs> down there so if you can benefit for some extra confidence when it's time to perform blue chew can help you chew and we've also got a special deal for our listeners try blue chew free when you use our promo code rogue at checkout just pay five dollars at shipping that's bluechew.com promo code rogue to receive your first month 
for free and visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast and hey in 2022 you can wear sweatpants anywhere you please i'm wearing sweatpants right now true story that doesn't mean you don't want to look stylish in them and stance apparel is here to help not just socks anymore stance is bringing color comfort and creativity from toe to head with the launch of their all new active apparel line what started off as a radical reinvention of your sock drawer is now expanding to your entire wardrobe check out stance's super soft line of sweatpants and joggers shirts hoodies hats and more now available in a full range of fits prints fabric and fun embrace a life of superior comfort and creative expression with everyday active apparel that truly is stitched different we are big fans of stance socks here at new rock socks they're incredibly comfortable and the patterns and designs are always super cool and it's always cool when you can have a little wu-tang logo or jack skellington poking out of the bottom of your paint leg because you know both jack, jack skellington and wu-tang clan are not people that you should be messing with anytime soon and Stance's philosophy is that you should never have to sacrifice your own individual style for the sake of comfort. And, and now you don't have to. So whether you're relaxing around the house, working out at the gym, or running all over town, Stance now delivers its signature softness and creativity in a full line of active apparel styles from toe to head. Stance has got you covered. So head on over to Stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code ROGUE at checkout to apply and enjoy color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance stitched different all right ladies because another th crazy thing we saw happen twice in this episode was the apparent manipulation of the uh, good old sky up top there and i already gave my two cents on this in an episode breakdown and people really let me hear how they did not agree but that's okay <laughs> Twitter this morning was rough my man Twitter it was, was quite interesting was indeed um but hey some people don't understand how time dilation works in respect to gravity but that's okay it's totally fine but some people don't taste. understand that mt's a genius <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't say genius i just a really weird person that thinks about science too much but i want to hear your takes on the second topic for today did Kanchu really move the moon and stars? Because we see Kanchu use his godly powers to cause a solar eclipse and move the alignment of the stars of the night sky back a few thousand years and it seemed like everyone could see this. Like, we saw people just watching that, like, oh my god, what's going on? And some guy was like, whoa, something's going woo woo around. So did Kanchu actually move those heavenly bodies? And was it all, or like, was it all an illusion? And what effects might this have had on the entire planet? What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, thought about, like, how romantic it would be to be, like, Kanchu's partner, because he could just move the, he could move the mm. moon and stars for you. He could move the moon Yo, and stars Yo, it's the, honestly the best yeah. move. It's like the best that. thing to do. What's that old movie called? I forget what it's called, where he's like, Bruce a Almighty. Spoon, see? I'm going to <laughs> throw a lasso around it and, and pull it on down for you, sweetheart. I, I, I don't think I watched any that. movie mm. in that time. <laughs> Bruce <laughs> Almighty, he, he pulls the moon in, I think. Or was yeah, it? Oh, does he? He does. Yeah, he pulls the moon in for Jennifer Aniston, and then he causes the tides to tidal wave Japan or some shit like that. Yeah, hey, okay, so I guess. That's my question. This is a hard topic, the second one, because yeah. I have no, I have no astronomy uh, <laughs> brain, unless we're talking like being a Capricorn. Um, that is all I have. <laughs> uh, that is all I have to offer. So That's I, astrology. I, I don't Love have that. Yeah, without we're caps. I'm also but, a Capricorn. Yay! Hey, hey, oh yeah, our birthdays are like only two days apart. Uh, yeah. Tauruses are our number one friends, which is probably why hey, we all get along. Let's go. For Angelica, what are you? Angelica, what are you? You're shaming you. yourself. So watch you be a Sagittarius 
or a Scorpio. No. What are you? Are you a Scorpio? Oh! Get out of here! Get out of the conversation! Get out of here! By the way, you guys. By the way, just real quick, my uh, my boyfriend just heard me doing that god awful. Uh, you want me to pull down the moon for you? She impression from the other room, and he just texted me. He goes, "Babe, the movie's called It's a Wonderful Life." Come in clutch. Come in clutch through the wall. He's like, how can you not? Yeah. Through the wall. Too good. Too good. <laughs> through the walls. <laughs> to the walls. <laughs> to the walls. <laughs> to the walls. <laughs> through the walls. <laughs> I, sorry, going back, going back. So it's a hard topic. I don't know astronomy. And I, I, but it's like, I forgot where I was going at first. Did Contra really move the moon and stars? Oh, well, it's got, oh, how does it affect the Earth, okay, so the, the, which is maybe MT or someone else would know this better than I would. S- moving the sun and stars would ruin everything. Salmon oh, move it, based off of just the gravitational pull, so it's it just would like up every salmon alive, him, and I'm yes. concerned about that. <laughs> it's the rivers, yeah. it's the salmon, it's my periods. So I just don't know. <laughs> my periods. Um, so werewolves, think about those poor yeah, guys. They're so permanently confused. just going so back and confused. Yeah, they were just like going like this, uh, like the whole time. So does it? Did he revert it back? This is the part that's confusing. So did he revert it back before he disappeared, or are we actually shifted that like two thousand years, or did he just make the night sky look like what it did two thousand years, and everyone on Earth saw it happen? So they're like, "Oh, witches are back!" Yeah, like was it like a planetarium showing, or yeah, yeah, yeah? Was it just destroy the galaxy? (laughs) Like what? That's the question. That's what I'm asking you, ladies. That's what. That's the question. With that being said, the only thing I could see that they would be pulling with this with is like. It would be too much on the show to alter everything because Khonshu changed the moon and stars, right? I think it would be yeah. way too much to give this man enough power that it, because this would ripple through the entire MCU. Like, of we go back 2,000 years randomly one day. So I think huge. it is like a planetarium show. But if it isn't, there is a universe off Earth. It's it's like off Earth. It's like a space time. It's it's a weird concept in the comics where like people are riding freaking like dragonflies, and like Mark is just no power, no powerful Mark. He's just a normal human. So I could see them going to that universe to go try to save Conchu because I feel like Conchu, though he's in this stone, his being is somewhere else. Whether it is where the gods rest or it's just on this separate plane of existence where no one really is. So I think he could be trying to get back to there with the 2000 years being like changed. But it's like, that is so much to pull from. And that is so much to change in this short series. So that's why I'm like, I still don't see my theory being true. I guess it's rogue theory, so it doesn't need to be true. But like, yes, rogue theory is going yeah. wrong. Oh. It's and it's also just like the implications of like, okay, so if he really like turned back time, so he turned back time to a point where like all of the Infinity Stones were yeah, intact right? and like in the galaxy, yes. and it's like God. So, you couldn't have given you couldn't have given Hawkeye a heads up that he could just go save Natasha real quick. You couldn't <laughs> have done that, you piece of shit, you asshole. Why? He's like, you I jerk. don't care about that human. I only care about Arthur Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to this guy's life. Okay, I don't want to help yeah. anyone else. So that's where I'm like confused. Because like, and the implications also... must be. No, keep going. I'm like the implications just must be like 
horrible because he did it before and they hated it. So it's like, there must be something it affects. Mm. It could be, oh, so it could mm. be potentially if we did make them work together, Amit, he could be like, I got to change the star so we can find it. But it really releases Amit. <laughs> like it gives one that one small mm. period window where Amit could get out. Um, if Honestly, like that, oh, we do know at cool. the end of that episode. I didn't even think about that. that. We do know at the end of that episode where that Arthur whispers to Conchu, like, hey, yeah. um, my victory is because of you. So, like, <laughs> good looks, buddy. Um, so, like, maybe that's what he meant. He's like, hey, thanks. Good looks on returning back time. Now I can finally do what I needed to do. And you big that old would follow yeah, damn. You big stupid. That would follow the comic book. <laughs> I can't remember which one wrote this one, but the one where Amit, I always talk about this one where Amit was the therapist in this like weird illusion hellscape run, working for right. Conchu. I think that was Jeff so Lemire's run on Moon Knight. Jeff Lemire. Is it Lemire? I thought it was Lemire. Yeah. I don't Lemire. know. Lemire? Lemire? Uh, Lemire? Lemire. Sorry, Jeff. Lemire. I love you. One of my favorite Lemire. Lemire. I thought it was so Lemire. <laughs> I thought it was Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. I thought it was Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast wrote this comic book. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it could work. It could work because then he's also like, tell Mark to come save me. And it's uh, tightening up the loose ends or rewarding him and Mm. being like, hey, you helped me do this. So now you can do, you can be the Moon Knight for me and Amit's future. Or I can just kill you because you are the only person that knows like everything that has gone down. Um, so that could potentially still happen. But there's mine. Uh, I call, yeah. I claim it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Oh God. I like yeah. Smart. Okay. I dig it. So I know I'm coming off of a dodgeball god game theory, but <laughs> I I'm gonna bring a little bit of of at least my knowledge of these Egyptian gods into here, and then also my knowledge of science into this. So damn, we about well, to get hit with some smarts, ladies let's and gentlemen. So Khonshu is the moon god, right? Right. Uh huh. Only has jurisdiction over the moon. Um, there is a different Egyptian <laughs> god that has jurisdiction, like he's a cop. <laughs> I mean, come on. What is it? Special Khonshu moon cops. <laughs> Special Khonshu moon. Only the moon. Full circle here, <laughs> which Full is also the circle. moon. Oh, hey. God, yeah. God love you. Hey. You just made everything perfect. There we go. Uh, bringing it back around. But um, so Khonshu only has jurisdiction over the moon, right? And then there's a separate Egyptian god that has a, like rain over the sky. Mm. I think during that scene, Khonshu said, I remember that. Khonshu doesn't go, I have temporal powers where I can just change mm. back time easily. He's going off of his memory. So I think it is an illusion. And also, if he was actually changing back time instantaneously in that moment, we have to keep in mind that there is like a speed of light. So it would take, what, up to maybe, I don't know, 100,000 plus years to even see the light emitting from those stars if they actually shifted. So... That's my my science that I just injected into this, um, and why I don't think that Khonshu has control over time. Okay, <laughs> so, interesting. And the gods just sense. didn't like it because they didn't want all of the humans to see this huge celestial godlike event because they gave up on humanity. Humanity gave up on them, so they just don't want to, you know, ruffle the feathers of humanity. This is true. 
Like, I love when, I love when people put science and mythology and like together because that's essentially, in my opinion, what the MCU is. It's just a bunch of science mixed with a bunch of um, fiction and also religion and mythology that may or may not be fiction depending on what you like. Um, but anyway, God damn it, Angela, that was a good answer. And now I did it. Jessica's never going to be able to cut open her thingy. No, you I'm cutting it open because I'm winning this. You, you said you were throwing it. You son of a Rip bitch. Let me get my goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> all those, all those moon changes. My werewolf's coming up. <laughs> werewolf by night, Jessica. This. Werewolf, the power of all the werewolves by the change oh. of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, I am going to give. Angelica. Wait, I have a theory. Oh. I have yes. one. Yes, I'm so sorry. I'm Let, me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay, so yes. here's my theory. My theory is that Kanchu had a tweet that went viral. And then mm. somebody contacted him and they were like, yo, bro, beneath your tweet, could you advertise my galaxy lights? And then Kanchu was like, word, bro, absolutely. This I will do that to you. And so then he took the galaxy lights that he got from... The, his sponsored post on Twitter after he went viral, and then he set up the galaxy lights, and he was like, "I'm just gonna fuck with Steve." <laughs> I just go with Steve. Check this shit out. Check galaxy this shit out. <laughs> Fucking with Steve tonight. It's gonna be hilarious, boys. Contra does like to mess with Steve. This stands up. He does like to bully Steve. It's very sad, and he needs to stop. It's true. It's Steve very sad. Nice Steve is a sweet boy. I love that Steve. Stupid, stupid pigeon. pigeon. Don't that you have somewhere? To, don't you have a car to poop on, Conchu? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he flies away. <laughs> but no, I really do like these theories. Um, but again, I do love me when people mesh science and gods together, like science and, and weird like fiction shit. So I want to give Angelica ten thousand points each, well, and then I'm going to give. Both of you ladies, 7,000 points each because your theories were also very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still want to see that thing mm-hmm. explode, Jessica. That sounds weird. I, well, that, that's, I don't know why I said that that way. Um, but yes, hopefully you'll still <laughs> destroy that. But we have a rogue question next. But first, we have a word from Bespoke Post because this spring, revamp your daily routine with Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. Bespoke partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. We've got a little treasure trove of cool gear in the new Rockstar's office from Bespoke Post. Some great clothes and cooking gear. No matter what you've got going on this season, Box of Awesome has got you covered. From camping gear essentials to cookout must-haves like hot sauces and barbecue rubs, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. A couple of their new boxes look great for outdoor excursions like the Weekender and Gadget Boxes. To get started, take a quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. And they release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. And each box is valued at around $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. And plus, each Box of Awesome... And plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses, which is always great. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. So get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code ROGUE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code ROGUE, for 20% off your first box. boxofawesome.com, code ROGUE. All right, ladies, it's time for the ROGUE question. During a press tour for The Lost City, Sandra Bullock supported the meme of Daniel Radcliffe playing Wolverine. She said, you know, just cast him. Why not? Just just put Daniel Radcliffe, the boy who lived, as the Wolverine 
the man Who's who will never die. So die. pitch me why Daniel Radcliffe should be the Wolverine. Or if you don't think he should, then give me your roguish casting for the Wolverine. Well, I'm on Don't everybody Sandra, say Eddie then. Murphy at well, once. No. <laughs> Sandra, <laughs> Sandra supported, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm team Sandra because Ooh. who better to replace a jacked man than a Radcliffe? Both <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. solid objects. That's true. It's very that true. That was really good. Radcliffe. I really enjoyed Thank that. You. Interesting. I like, I like that. That was a really good pun. I'm That'll stay with you for the rest of your life now. Yes. Um, That's the last thing yeah. I'm going to say on my deathbed. Like, <laughs> what, why can't you have a Radcliffe? <laughs> Radcliffe. <laughs> Radcliffe. No, I like that. It's okay. a cliff drinking a monster energy. <laughs> it's totally yeah. red. Skating. So yeah. when you jump off Skating. a rad cliff, you just die. So that's oh, what oh, happened yeah. in Kanshu. We saw that. Yeah, yeah. We, jumped we saw off, that go down off that rad cliff in Kanshu. I just called the TV show Kanshu instead of. <laughs> I that's hope everyone heard Kanshu. that. I'll I'll take it. Take it. You all I'll revoke take my it. nerd card right now. Fucking. I'll nerd. take it. <laughs> It's, it's like called that so Conchu duh. <laughs> Everybody hates Conchu. <laughs> Honestly, that's really good. It's very accurate. Okay, so I think that if Sandra Bullock is casting Daniel Radcliffe and she's she's the one responsible for him becoming Wolverine, I think that it's only fair to also cast her. So I would like to see a remake slash reboot of The Blind Side, only this time Sandra Bullock is helping a young Wolverine become <laughs> the man that she knows he can be inside. And wow. uh, and 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 that's that's what I'm going with. I'm going with Sandra it's and it's gonna be called the sharp side because Klaus you know I right. dig it. Ooh. The sharp yeah. side with Sandra Bullock. Wow. The that would be side. hilarious because uh, honestly Logan just needs a family. At the end of the day, that's what he just wanted needs a family. from the beginning. And the Blind Side's like, all about family. It's all he about also needs family. a cigar. And white but... people taking credit yes. for things. Mostly a cigar, but oh. also family. But if if you have a cigar, he'll take that mostly. Um... <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> but no, I, I do love that. That'd be hilarious. I would love. Like honestly, SNL, get on that. That's hilarious. But what, what about you, Jess? What you got? Uh, those are two really good ones. So I gotta come from left field. Um, I guess. Gotta say that I'm not Team Sandra Bullock, technically. Uh, I, I love Sandra Bullock, don't get me wrong. Sandy B's my girl. But if it means to be on her team, to put Daniel Radcliffe, I'm gonna say I'm not on her team. And I like this blind side way. Uh, I think we should also switch it up and make uh, Wolverine black, but I think Wolverine should specifically be Macy Gray. And I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be Macy Gray. Wow. casting. Because I just want, and then she comes in, she goes like, the pain lets you know you're still alive. <laughs> and um, nothing, nothing is uh, more, nothing can, nothing can convey the true pain that Wolverine's going through Sorry. than Macy Gray. Ooh. Best I tried to say I'm in my walk. Try to take away and I stumble. Sorry, I'm, I'm not making fun of her. I love Macy Gray. <laughs> no, it's I love her so much that I had to perfect <laughs> that that voice. That was good. I had to perfect my it. That was very good. I, so I need I need to see I Logan with Macy Gray. Brand. That would be 
hilarious. I, you mean wait, Woo. you you don't mean ginger explains it all? Nope, never mind. Ginger explains it all. <laughs> Is it us told by ginger? I'm that's the, the only that's the first You're right. Basic I mixed up my cartoon and redheads. I'm so sorry. I see. I never liked that show, but like the theme song. I love I that like, show. I love that told by Ginger. I'm sorry. The animation was always so weird to me. I was like, oh, it's good. It's so good. Their noses are too big. I don't like it. So is ours. MT, we're black. This Remember when Jerry got hot, you guys? I, I shouldn't Jerry discriminate. Jerry got his braces off and he was so hot. That was like He was so hot. When he came I've back with those braces seen. off and then everyone Dude. wanted to date him. And then everybody everyone. wanted to date him. Everyone. everyone. The evil <laughs> girl wanted to date him. Are you one of those him. people like, that, that, cool. think, uh, that that kid from the Lorax is sexy? Was, was that one of you, were you guys? I forget what what the... That the Lorax like, himself? Me, but it could be. <laughs> I don't know. Lorax? I'd buy it. Isn't like a kid from the Lorax or the Grinch or something like a weird like... I don't know. What? Sexual I don't awakening know. for a lot of Look, I don't know. I saw MT, we like can that. talk about no, our mind. weird cartoon crushes all day. All day. Yeah. I had a lot I had some cartoon crushes as a kid. Let me tell you. I, I was a I weird still have one. That I horse from spirit. I made a whole video spirit. about all of Number my cartoon one. crushes. So <laughs> there's a video out there that shows you all of my cartoon crushes. I ranked them. This was back in Nerdwire. Nice. So. Do you have the horse from Spirit in there? Or No, I don't have the No, horse because from that's just a there. horse, Angelica. It is not, it's not even clothed or walking on two feet. It's a normal horse just animated. It's got human yeah. eyebrows, okay? No, it's got human eyebrows. <laughs> You're like, its eyes are human. What? What is that even? Skinwalker, okay? That's the what secret lore. What is happening? Lore. It's a good okay. <laughs> We went super rogue, but I can't not give it to me. You ever want to like, make bro. love to a horse? Oh, make, sorry. Okay, keep spirit, going. sexy horse. But I, yeah, but no, I have to give it the rogue question points to... Uh, Macy Gray, Logan, because uh, I really, I need to see that. If someone wants to edit a uh, a Logan poster as with Macy Gray, I would love that. Um, wait Please a do. lot. I'm going to give Jessica um, 100,000 points, making Jessica our winner for today's Rogue Theory. Woo! Destroy it. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> well, it. Oh, my God. It's going to happen. Oh, my God. A box cutter? <laughs> this is oh, surgery. Oh, oh, my God. Is your computer okay? Oh, my God. Is, your, is everything it. okay? Ribbit! Oh no! It flew at okay. me. It flew completely at me. Shit! Wow! And that is it for this episode of Broke Theory. Thank you so much to our guests, Jessica Clemens, Whitney Van Lanningham, and Angelica Trey. Go follow them wherever they are on social media and support them wherever in whatever that they do. They're all amazing people. Support our channel by checking out all of our awesome merch over at NewRockstarsMerch.com. And if you have some Broke Theories of your own. Please share them on our Discord server. So if you're 18 years old and older, you can click the link in the description box to join the Discord. And follow me on Mastertainment if you want to see me tweet some weird shit and wild theories. And follow New Rockstars on all our social platforms. Thank you guys so much for watching. We love you so, so, so much. And we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>